Is it one size fits all for your finances? Not at all. In fact, prior trauma affects your finances and how you handle it. In today's special episode, we're back with Kylie Oda talking about how trauma and burnout affects your money. Plus, Kylie shares some insights into her experiences inside my Money Masters Inner Circle Academy. So let's do this. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka. After over 10 years in the personal finance industry and multiple personal, financial, and medical crises, I was fed up with the lies that are being shouted from the rooftops by the gurus and the media. So now I help you, the ambitious woman, step into unstoppable finances. When you step into unstoppable finances, you create financial abundance that aligns with your personal values and goals without working 80 hour plus work weeks, without pinching pennies, without worrying how you'll handle the next curveball life throws your way. In a simple, to the point kind of way. Being married, having four kids at home, homeschooling, being a CEO, running the household, I'm kind of busy. And I know that you are too. So here we get straight to the point. If you're ready to eliminate fear, stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt from your finances and all the areas they affect, you're in the right place. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Hey, we're back talking about burnout and how it relates to your money and business, the trauma um, that you might've experienced, how that factors in, the tools to help you. If you missed it, this is part two of the interview where I'm joined by Kylie Ota, an NLP certified business strategist. She specializes in burnout recovery. The interview was just so value packed. We split it up into two parts. This is part two. So let's dive in. How does trauma in the past contribute to how you show up in your business and or your finances? Because you talked a little bit about that briefly with the perfectionist one, how we can see that, but maybe how does some of the other ones, things and trauma that we've experienced in the past, how does that show up and affect the different? Yeah. Yeah. So with the powerhouse archetype, um, she's very controlling. I don't want to say very, but she's usually the leader. She's a natural born leader and she's always taking charge. So some of the trauma that she's experienced is maybe, um, you know, a, a lazy parent or maybe a single parent household where she may be the oldest child and had to take on a lot of responsibility because Mm -hmm. the parent wasn't really stepping up or, you know, the, the parent, um, and maybe there, there is, uh, I'll just say there's some alcoholism involved where, or a lot of codependency where there was an abusive parent and then a codependent parent. And so she felt like there was so many variables out of her control. So once she was able to gain some control, she probably left the house at an early age, 16, 17, 18 so that she could have control over her life and make the decisions that she wanted to make because she felt like she was held back because of some of the parenting um, and just things that were going on in the home. And when it comes to finances, right, you'll find that the powerhouse archetype 
very controlling with money, very, um, um, so I'll say she likes to spend, she will invest in like, in her education, in certification, she will invest in betterment. Um, and I'll say this archetype is kind of the flashier archetype because she wants to display her success. She wants everyone to know that, yes, I did this. I got myself here. I was able to buy myself this, you know, red bottom shoes, this fancy car, um, because status is very important to the powerhouse. Um, but then there's also that the issue of control. So like, say if she is married, she may have issues with um, like trying to control the finances because she's scared that her partner may do something bad with the finances because of what she saw growing up. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And how we've talked about um, even like previously on the show, we, we do like the, the past trauma and it might not even like for those listening, it, again, like we've talked about, it's not always necessarily what actually happened. It's how we perceive things that happened. So sometimes we hear these labels and these explanations and we like tune it out because it's like, oh, that's not me. But if we kind of pull back the picture on like what you felt and what you experienced, and again, there's nothing wrong with our emotions. We just need to be aware of how we're interpreting things. Right. That was really good. I like that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, what do you use? And I guess, how can I, I'll put myself in the hot seat, hot seat. How can I avoid burnout in my business with systems and specific tools geared for entrepreneurs? Yeah. Well, you know me, I am, have been labeled the automations queen and you and I geek out a lot about Zapier and other workflow automations. So that's the, And so that is the number one tool or system that I recommend is workflow automations. Anything that you don't need your face for, that you don't need to show up for, like this podcast, I'm here, I need to be speaking on this podcast. There's no way that I could automate this, right? Right. (laughs) Unless I took excerpts and blurbs and I like, we melded it all together with some kind of AI bot, but you know, like maybe we'll get there someday where I don't even have to show up and do these interviews, that but would take I extra love work doing too. it. Right. But that would take so much extra work. Um, so, but uh, yes, workflow automation software, there's so many different tools. Um, but even if you don't have like the Zapier and all of that, just having an email funnel, like a lead magnet with an email funnel, right? With a welcome sequence that leads people to whatever you're trying to sell as an entrepreneur. That I was on another podcast earlier today and we talked about email automations and that is the bread and butter of, you know, getting people onto your email list and having people subscribe to like, yes, social media is cool and whatever. And you can have a chat bot set up for that. So you notice all of the things that I'm talking about is are things that can be automated that don't need your face for. Like how many times have you gone to your DMs and you're like, oh, I have to respond back to that person. Like, yes, it doesn't have to be a chat bot, but you can set up um, like a copy and pasting. So for example, my podcast, I... I have an automation set up where I just type hashtag podcast and it's um, it's a 
it's a shortcut. It's a keyboard shortcut on the iPhone that I use. So whenever someone's interested in being on my podcast, I say hashtag podcast, enter, and it sends the whole email in a DM for anyone who's interested. And there's a link on there that takes them to the inquiry form and they fill out the form and it pre-populates a Google Doc and and they get on my calendar and all I have to do is show up to that one appointment and the Google Docs already made for me. And there's so much red tape that's cut out and not having to do all of those, those admin tasks yourself because those little, for me, um, it, I don't like doing any of that manually, any of it. And I know you love workflow automations too. (laughs) Yes. And I would think that you're probably going to agree with this, but if, even if you're not to the point that you're able to completely automate it, if you write things out, like step by step, by step, by step, it takes that mental thought process away from it. And you don't have to sit there and be like, what the heck do I need to do next? You already know what you're going to need to do next. So that almost feels like step one for me, but yes, total workflow automation. And um, as a side note, if you're an Android user as well, we have the keyboard shortcuts also because I'm Android and I have those too. So you're good. No excuses there. (laughs) So here's something that I said on a masterclass that I did last month. Systems are like spanks. Okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of the times we're like, uh, especially for those of us who are not like creating SOPs are like your worst nightmare. Like uh, if they, you know, it feels like a straight jacket, it's actually spanks because it holds you in. Like Amy says, um, so I will speak to this as far as like mental health is concerned. When I was going through one of my deepest valleys of my life, and I almost committed suicide. Well, I attempted. I didn't. Obviously, I'm still alive, so it was unsuccessful. But when I was going through that deep depression, what kept me going every day were these little post-it notes. And so all they were were like little SOPs in the bathroom, like brush your teeth, put on your deodorant. Because there were times where my brain was wigging out because of the stress and like trying to stay one step ahead of my abusive husband, like just wondering what he's going to cook up today. You know, so my brain was so tied up on that trauma without those little sticky post-it notes up in my bathroom. I had one in my kitchen so that, okay, what am I doing today? How do I pack my lunch? Okay. Step one, step two, step three. And I'll tell you why I had to have that is I started work at, I had to leave my house at 4 a.m. So I wake up at three when I was working in corporate, I would wake up at three and I had to be at work. I would have to leave the house by four. So without having those little SOPs written out everywhere, I would not remember certain things. And like just those extra, the extra time that I had like, oh, like I'm already in the kitchen. I forgot to put on my deodorant. Dang it. You know, just walking back and forth through the house, it was eating up so much of my time. I had to make these little SOPs for myself, just even around the house. Yep. And I have one. um, I use a checklist app that I have for like getting me and the kids ready every morning. And it literally has on there, make my bed, brush my teeth, get dressed. It might seem silly, but I don't have to think about it. And when you check it off, probably going to give away my archetype here, but I'm going to get the win because like I've done it and like, Hey, I accomplished that. So it, 
like it makes things so much easier when you do that. Right. The dopamine. Yes. The dopamine. What is one idea that you think that majority of people get wrong? Maybe like a myth that you want to bust like, Hey, that is not how this actually is. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say it's not one size fits all, whether it's business finances, and it's not one size fits all. And I love that Amy talks about the trauma and just different circumstances that, you know, leads us to managing our finances in the way that we have been managing it, right? Like Amy teaches us how to have unstoppable finances where, you know, we don't have to be held back by the fears that we, you know, that we've had growing up. And it allows us to really expand and come into our own and manage our finances the way that we need to. You know, like if you're inside of Amy's program, like I am, you'll see like she has a lot of charts. She has a lot of spreadsheets that we can use, but working with Amy personally, she, you know, she's gotten to know me. She knows what I like, what I don't like. Like I love everything automated. So she helped me come up with a process to automate my finances where, and, um, you know, I like, I have, what is that inconsistent income, right? I'm an entrepreneur. My husband gets paid inconsistently. Like his paychecks are not the same every month because there's overtime and stuff factored in holiday pay, things like that. So it's not consistent every month. And so she helped me to create a plan with an app, which I love, right? So we set it up on Mint and there's other apps that you can use to set up your budget, like like YNAB and other budgeting softwares. But I needed something that would automatically grab the data, put it somewhere. And then all I have to do is just analyze the data. <laughs> we worked for a couple of months on this. Like, oh, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Because just that manual labor, like the eh, 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 like carrying data over I was like I don't even carry data over in like my business (laughs) so I just and when she figured that out for me it's like oh right I could just do it in the software like bingo that works for me so that that's one myth that I want to dispel today is finances are not one size fits all yes the principles of finances right the principles of money are constant right? Rule of 72 is a constant, but how you manage it, what you invest in. I mean, that's why the stock market, you know, like you can buy whatever stock you want. Like You say, I could buy Disney stock because I like Disney, you know, and then that would make managing a stock portfolio fun for me because I'm already following these people, you know, on social media or like they are part of my world. So like managing, I don't manage, I don't, I don't play stocks. I'm not a day trader at all, but just saying like, if you can make finances fun for you and tie it into something that you love doing or something that is naturally occurring, that's what will make finances fun for you. And if it's not fun, it won't get done. Well, if you are my archetype, it's, if it's not fun, it won't get done. And just knowing how you are like and understanding whether it's your burnout archetype or just your basic personality type, understanding 
how you are and how like your base of how you're created understanding that is the key to to making anything easier I love it all. And you know, we've talked about it. We just talked about like impulse spending and why we need to be impulse spending here on the podcast. And that's all it goes back to like, if we don't enjoy things, we're not going to keep doing it. And you totally nailed it, Kylie. Oh, okay. Remember that one time we were on a coaching call and I, I was going through my finances and I was like, dopamine purchase, dopamine purchase. So that's... <laughs> Oh my god, it was so funny. Like my husband and I still use that term dopamine purchase till today. And I'll tell you it it has helped our finances because whether like he calls me out on it or I call him out on it, I'm like dopamine purchase. Like, does a pet really need a new toy? That's a dopamine purchase. And then he's like, Oh, well, do you really need a Starbucks right now? Dopamine purchase. <laughs> I mean, she is a cute dog, though. Just saying. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, no, she does not need a bajillion and one more toys. No. <laughs> Maybe not. This episode is brought to you by Money Masters Inner Circle Academy. Ready to fall in love with your money? Then I'd love to help you inside Money Masters Inner Circle Academy. The Academy is the 12-month guided experience that blends the step-by-step strategy with the mindset work, the power-up you need to finally ditch financial stress and struggle in your personal and business finances. Money doesn't have to be a struggle. You can systematically generate prosperity, create that impact, and make priceless memories with your family that you want to without having to constantly watch the bank account or overwhelm or the burnout of having to work 80 hour plus work weeks, living off of beans and rice, or telling your kids no forever. You're going to have more confidence, more fun, and more profitability using less of your precious time as you step into unstoppable finances and your unstoppable life. In honor of Valentine's Day and the spirit of love, if you enroll by the 20th, of 2023. So February 20th, 2023, I'm going to give you a bonus of one month of unstoppable support. What that means is you get me in your pocket via Voxer to help you navigate as you dive into things. The hardest thing to do is getting started. And now I'll be right alongside with you every step of the way. To check it out and enroll, simply visit amycircacom forward slash academy, and I'll see you on the inside. Now back to the episode. Now, of course, we talked a little bit about, of course, you are inside the academy. Can you, you've talked a little bit about like how um, some of the results that you've seen being in the academy. Can you maybe speak to what you were feeling, what you were thinking that when you made the decision to enroll inside the academy? Yeah. Um, well, we're friends online yes. and I saw that you're hosting the inflation workshop and I was like, oh yeah, I would like to learn more about that. And just the way that you explained how inflation works, um, some of the stuff I already knew, but then I knew we were um, aligned, you know, like the way that you think about things of the world. And um, I was like, oh, 
and she like she gets it she gets me and just the way that you broke down inflation and made it so simple like okay if she can make inflation something as like i want to say even the government can't explain inflation <laughs> they keep changing the definition but we won't that go is there true. um but right because you were able to break things down in such a simple way for me i was like well and then at that point um I had a lot of fear and trauma built up, um, not my personal finances per se, but a lot of trauma built up around how much money I had invested in my business up to this point and um, being able to like, manage and keep up with all of that was really weighing on me. And then having that added impact of what's happening in our economy right now, I was like, oh, maybe I can't. Um, I'm not saying I can't manage my finances on my own, but it would be great to partner with someone who understands not only entrepreneurship, but also inflation and things that are happening in the market. And they can help me understand and break things down um, so that it's not so scary. And I love that, you know, you use unstoppable finances. And at first I was like, what does that mean? But I know I understand, <laughs> you know, unstoppable means different things for different people. And once I, I fully understood, like, what would make me unstoppable in my finances? What would make it less fearful for me to show up and actually look at my numbers? Because I had gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't really want to look at my numbers today. And um, being in the academy and working with you and talking about the fears and the traumas, um, just even like talking about the defensive strategies, but not only the defensive, like that's what we think about with budgeting because budgeting is a defensive strategy, but we also talk about the offensive strategy. And as entrepreneurs, we can, I would say our, our offensive strategies are kind of limitless because we can create products, we can create things to sell. And so therefore our offensive strategies are kind of limitless. And I just love that we bounce back and forth between the defense and the offense and having the clear picture of, okay, this is what's happening in your offensive strategy. This is what's happening in your defensive strategy. And then how do the two, you know, come together and are you in the red? Are you in the black? Like just seeing it all in, in one clear picture and like one overall picture has helped so much. Um, and I, I'm not scared of finances anymore, which is huge. Because right, if you're an entrepreneur and you're not looking at your numbers, like that's one of the things that one of the hats we have to wear—that CFO hat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That was so sweet. I do feel that way. You know, learning all the things. I'm like, I really am unstoppable. I mean. Uh, money is just a tool and it's how we use the tool is what matters, you know, and you're teaching me so many different ways to use tools. Like what tools do I have at my disposal and, and not to be ashamed of how I'm using the tools. Yes, that is so true. And I love that you see that. So thank you. 
we want to share the free gift with the listeners. So that is the burnout archetype quiz, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and then where to access that? Okay, so you heard me talk about all the four different archetypes today and the burnout archetype quiz. It's it's a super fast quiz. Like how I think it only takes like a like one to two minutes to go through. I mean, unless you're I'll say perfectionists kind of take longer <laughs> because <laughs> they may overanalyze. Um, so if you go to the quiz, there are four answers for each question there's about 25 questions and all you do is you pick the word that you most associate with so you can pick the word as quickly or as slowly as you want but it really should be your first intuitive hit the one that hits you right there just pick it and um, we're trying to bypass the conscious mind and go to the unconscious to really dig deep and see what is that underlying thread that um is the fabric for your archetype. So you'll go through those 25 questions and then at the end, it'll spit out your blurb. And then if you want to, you know, take a screenshot and, or just shout me out on social media. I'm at Kylie.ota on Instagram because I've heard it and it's, it's still, you know, because it's something that I kind of mushed together. Like I, I mushed together all of the different personality quizzes that I've learned and I kind of made it with a bent towards entrepreneurship. So it still tickles my bones when I hear people say, oh my gosh, it's so resonated with that. Because, you know, it's something that I created out of like, yeah, like I wrote them specifically for this quiz and it's, it still tickles it tickles my bones when people shout me out on social media and say, this so resonated with me. And if it doesn't resonate with you, then that's fine too. Shout me out anyway. And I'll go back and see if I can um, and revamp it and make it better for you all. Absolutely. Yeah. Where is that link at? Oh yeah. Burnoutarchetypequiz.com. Awesome. Okay. I will make sure I have that listed in the show notes and best place to find you online. Uh, if you want to send me a DM on Instagram, I'm yeah. at kylie.ota.com, K-Y-L-I-E dot O-T-A. I'm pretty much in my DMs. So that's the one thing that I have not automated yet because um, I am a powerhouse archetype, but I'm also part of the popular archetype. And I love I love meeting new people and everything in the DMs. So yeah, just hit me up there. Or you can go to my website, kylieota.com. And everything you need on there is there that my podcast is on there. The quiz is also on there. Uh, some blogs and articles about burnout are on there as well. So if you're interested in learning more about burnout and you're not necessarily sure if you are in burnout or if you fit the bill, you can go ahead and take a look at some of those um, blogs on there and see if you are burnt out. Cause I didn't know I was burnt out. And that's why I'm so I'm passionate about bringing burnout awareness to the world because I didn't even know I was burnt out and I was this close to, you know, not making it. And, um, without that awareness, I wouldn't have known, you know? Yep. That makes total sense. And you just launched a podcast. What is the name of your podcast? And we'll make sure we include that as well. I, oh my God, I started the burnt out entrepreneur podcast. 
And I'll just say that's one of the offensive strategies that Amy has been helping me work on. And it is so fun for me because the the popular archetype in me loves coming on here, loves talking. And it's it's a great way for me to create content because I don't like writing. So the marketing felt so hard when I had to do it that way, you know, start an email is or send an email that mm, wasn't happening for me. Ever since I started the podcast, I love showing up. I love talking and meeting new people. It's been so fun. And just having that in my offensive strategy has made a big difference in how I show up for my own business. Yay. I love hearing that. We will make sure we have all the links included below in case you missed them or you're driving. Um, That's it for now. We'll see you next week on the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Wondering what's next? When you're ready, there are different levels of support that you can use on the path to creating unstoppable finances and your unstoppable life. After all, your finances are unique and your support should be too. Ultimately, we'll create a customized plan to ditch financial struggle for good that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. Go to workwithamy.com to get started with one of our most popular programs, or you can book a Q&A call with me and we'll figure out what your next step should be. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster.